When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, 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 guys. Welcome back and happy Thursday. All right, everyone, before we jump in, I wanted to say a huge thank you because yesterday we ended up taking a little bit of time off and I posted for you guys that I was at the eye doctor and also the dentist. So it was just a fabulous day over here. But I saw all of your messages, so thank you. And last night, we also got our Real Housewives of Orange County. But before we get into the recap with none other than Ricky Cornish from Out Magazine, I just wanted to let you guys know that we also have the premiere of Southern Charm tonight. And if you watch the first seven minutes on either Bravo by Gaze on Instagram or bravotv.com, it's going to be so good. So do your thing, smash the like button, show some love, and let's welcome Ricky. Hello. What's up, my friend? How are you? Oh, just, you know, I, I'm living my best housewife life over here. That's it. <laughs> I know. These housewives, they are keeping us booked and busy. There's always something going on in the housewives world, so we can't complain. <laughs> it's crazy, you know, like, especially because now we have... Well, Real Housewives of Atlanta came to an end, of course, but we have Roni, we have the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, the Real Housewives of Orange County. We're about to get a new season of Below Deck. We have Southern Charm. Then we're about to get the Potomac ladies back and the Beverly Hills ladies back. I'm like, who has time in a week for all of this? I know. And on top of all of that, I don't know if you saw Lindsay just announced a statement today just regarding the chaos that's been her wedding that got canceled. So there's always something going on in the Bravo universe. You know, what was so funny is I had we were coming on here at one o'clock and Jason said, do you have everything ready for your video? And I said, yeah, absolutely. And it was one forty one or sorry, 1241. And I saw the statement and I was like, I'm making a video. And he's like, well, you're about to go on. And I said, it's OK. I have time. I have time to make a video. So I'm dropping that right after. But yeah, it's wild. Honestly, my heart breaks for that girl. Like she's been through so much and I'm really dying to know like what happens, you know, like, I don't know. I'm, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out in this next season as to how they're going to explain why this wedding didn't end up happening. Especially because Craig said that it will make a lot more sense after you see the season and it's not so surprising to him. But if you see what she said, she said she feels humiliated and she didn't see this coming. But really by the way that she wrote her statement, it doesn't seem like there was like a mistress with a potential pregnancy or anything like that. It was just kind of like Carl was like, Hey, I'm not marrying you. Yeah. Got cold feet. Just said, you know what? It's not going to happen. So what are you going to do? Guys, we Uh, call that an F boy. 
Crazy, cra yeah, crazy. Literally such craziness. I'm dying to see how this is going to pan out. Ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> In the meantime, though, we had a lot of craziness last night on The Real Housewives of Orange County. I don't even know where to begin, except for the fact that last time we spoke, you and I are clear stands of Heather Dubrow. <laughs> Dubrow defenders. <laughs> I mean, but I, I feel like we're not on the wrong side of history with this. I feel like there are so many people, Bravo fans right now, who are coming to her defense. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't. And I just also thought it was interesting when she gets up after this argument with Emily, this is where I'm going to kick things off. When she gets up and walks away and she's like, go ahead, eat, do whatever, just eat your food, whatever. And walks away and Tamara goes to chase after her. Do you, are you feeling like that was genuine or are you feeling like Tamara just wants to be a part of a little bit of everything? Yeah, I definitely, I mean, I would like to think that Tamara wanted to really go check in on Heather and make sure she was okay. But I think at the end of the day, she also knew a camera was going to follow her if she went and did it. So, you know, I don't think it was necessarily a surprise that Tamara would go and check out on her because that's just is really the thing you should do. You know, this is like a classic thing that happens on Housewives. Once the argument happens, then someone walks away. You know, you got to follow them, not just to make sure they're okay. Excuse me, not just to make sure they're okay, but to, you know, you know, they're going to start talking shit once they walk away because, you know, that's just what happens when you get into an argument with somebody. They're all hot and heated and they have a lot to say. So I think I would like to think there was some genuineness, but I think Tamara at the end of the day was making a TV show as she should. <laughs> right. And after talking to some of the Real Housewives of New Jersey, like now that we know that producers stand behind them sometimes and they'll give you like a keyword or something, like a producer might have held up like a little whiteboard that said, follow. Like Tamara, mm -hmm. follow her. Yeah, or just as like, a producer pointing like, go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I could totally see. I wish we just got the footage. Like instead of the behind the scenes secrets revealed or whatever, can we just have a producer's cut where we see what they're telling them to do? Or could people, would maybe people just wouldn't be able to handle that. And they'd be like, oh, this is so fake. I, that's, I think, the reason why they don't do it is because, you know, it is more scripted than I think people realize. So I think it would just really turn them off thinking, oh, my gosh, like, I can't believe so much of that was, you know, you know, produced or I can't believe so much of that was provoked or whatever. But I'm the same as you. See, I, I'm like working in entertainment. I love that stuff. I think that's what makes it more interesting when you kind of see how the show really comes together and how much the producers are involved with the story moving along. But I get that a lot of people watch it because they think it's like really reality and they're escaping through these women's lives. So I get that it's probably not best for everybody. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And, you know, Heather did have a great point. She was like, I'm almost done with this in this situation. Like, I kind of feel like how much more of this can I take? And they decide, you know what? Let's all just go back to the room. Let's be done for the night. Let's kind of figure out what are we like? Let's get ready for the next day. And boom, here we go. Which, by the way, um, the ATVs and jumping off of the whatever they called it seemed like a great plan. But you can opt me out of nosebleeds. No, thank you. Oh, God, yeah. God, yeah, no way. I, I mean, honestly, you know, it's funny. Like, I'm totally like the thrill seeker type. That was definitely like a fun activity. I love seeing the housewives do activities. I think it's fun, like when they go out and do these types of things. And actually, to be honest with you, I probably would have partaken in all the activities. I love jump. I mean, I don't like jumping from like super high heights. Like that, that's a little like too much. But what they were doing, like I could totally do that. Like that, that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I felt like that was a good. I mean, listen, we grew up or a part of like where I grew up over 
sometimes where I grew up. Sometimes I grew up in Florida. Sometimes I grew up in Tennessee. But we had a place called Fall Creek Falls where everybody would go to the very top tippy point. And there was one guy, I remember his name was Eli. I went to school with him. And he jumped off the top tippy point and landed on his side and his arm bent backwards. It broke his shoulder, broke his arm. And the way that his arm landed against his rib it broke two of his ribs and my stepmom was like helping him as he's like sitting there you know waiting for medics to get there and i'm like um you guys go ahead of me i'm okay yeah i'm not jumping off of that yeah it that'll definitely like send a a send a shiver down your spine i remember i was in hawaii once and there was like this jumping cliff area that was like in the ocean and it was very much like there were signs that were saying like proceed with caution like we are not responsible like blah blah blah. it very much was saying like you all should not be doing this but yeah here are all these people doing it um and so my parents or my dad and my brother and i go let's just go let's see what happens so we go we get up there and literally as we're climbing this rock to get to the peak of this like jumping point this person literally like tripped and like fell off and literally just barely missed the rocks that were below and for whatever reason you would think after watching that like oh that's a sign like maybe we shouldn't we still went um and we did actually end up jumping off but we actually ended up being totally fine like we were all good but i think after you know looking back on it i'm like maybe maybe my dad shouldn't have let his kids run up there and do that. Like maybe we should have realized that wasn't the smartest thing to do. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem like it would have been the smartest thing to do. No. I mean, for them, for right. you guys, you never know. I mean, listen yeah, to each their own proceed with caution. That's what it says. Right. So you exactly. just proceed with caution. and ATV could be super dangerous as well. So it's just everything. And the water park, when they showed the footage, the B roll from the water park, I'm like, that shit looks more dangerous than jumping off the other thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was some wild stuff that they were doing, but I loved all of it. And I think especially when there's a staff involved and they're watching you and like hooking you up, like that's when I feel really good. I'm like, okay, there's professionals here that are making sure we're going to have a good time. So tie me up, girl. Let's have some fun. (laughs) Oh, see, I've never been involved with the staff involved. I feel like I'm always just like a, just like Ace Freebird over here, just trying to do it on my own. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's why I'm always like dealing with some shit. Um, Yeah. You're you're asking for it, girl. (laughs) I'm just asking for it. I'm asking for it. Okay. So as we proceed on in the episode, I'm going to bounce around a little bit. But what were your thoughts when we have this moment? Aw, I thought that was so cute, to be honest with you. I really, really did enjoy it. I don't know really how much of a surprise it was that <laughs> that Vicky was showing up to the villa, um, but I did think it was a very sweet, sweet moment. I got to tell you, I'm actually really enjoying Vicky in this capacity this season. Like, she's clearly just here to bring some fun, some lightheartedness. I do know she had a little bit of a moment with Jen later on in the episode, but yeah. at least from what we see up until that point, literally all Vicky is doing is just wanting to take shots, and whoop it up as she likes to call it and have some fun and i like this side of vicky i think we've seen just so much drama in her life over the years so it's nice to see that she's just in a really fun state of mind it's also kind of fun to see the fact that she's like i was fired i was fired <laughs> like she's not holding back in the she, it's not sugarcoating it she even when she goes on watch what happens live she'll say to andy you fired me he's like well yeah i did and she's like you fired me that's it that's you know and I think that they needed to bring her back down to earth for a second. I think that she got a little too big for the show. It was her show and they had to remind her, it is not. You are not the one investing millions of dollars into the show. We are the ones investing millions of dollars into you. So hold on. Let's take it back a step. But I think it's, she's playing this so well with just saying, I didn't want to be left out. I wanted to be a part of this. I don't want to like have FOMO. I was fired. It's so vulnerable and such a different side of her that isn't so egocentric. 
And I think for her, this plays really well for the audience. It makes the audience miss her. Exactly. I actually saw a tweet that was so like well-worded. It basically was like, Vicky's one of the rare housewives, especially that's been around for so long, that's not above the franchise. Like she doesn't go around trying to act like she's too good. She's too cool. She talks about the fact that she wants to be on the show. She enjoys being on the show. She hates that she was ever fired. Like she's very open and honest about that. And in my opinion, that's the best way to stay on the shore to get ass back because at the end of the day, no housewife is really truly bigger than housewives. So the fact that she knows that and she's honest about the fact that she wants to be on the show uh, and not like, she's not, I don't think like too thirsty about it. It's not like she's like the Jill Zarin. Like, I think it's yeah. very much more like, she's just like, listen, I really enjoy being on the show. If they want me to be there, I'll be there. They did fire me, but I like being on the show. I'm friends with these women. Like if they want me back, I would love to go back. And I think that's just a good mentality to have. I also, though, I hope, well, I'm going to read this first because I have a few like little things I want to add to that. Anthony, we all have a place in the world. I live on top and you shovel crap to serve me. There is a reason people think Heather is pretentious. Add to her fat shaming Emily calling her a snuffleupagus. Oh, yeah. Anthony, thank you for the super chat. I, I, the, the jury is out on the snuffleupagus, whatever the hell that yeah. is. I mean, the women explain this and fi- I'm, I'm going to bring up a photo in a second of a snuffleupagus. I've never seen one. We need to just dive into that. But I'm hoping Vicky was smart enough. And I think she is because she is a businesswoman before she is a housewife. Brandy Glanville ended up coming on in that moment where she filmed with Kim Richards and Kyle and Teddy at Kyle's house to reveal that Denise isn't who she said she was. But she didn't get a paycheck for that. And she was so hungry to get back onto the show. So once producers got that moment, it's like, we don't have to pay you for that moment. We don't have to pay you to come back on. Like you just gave us gold. And then they were able to turn the whole show into a Brandy Denise situation without even paying Brandy to begin with. So I'm hoping that Vicky is at least negotiating what a friend of contract would be in her in the minimal capacity that she is appearing on the show and not just being like, I'm so eager to be here. Like just give me pennies. I don't care. You know, because she is worth money mm-hmm. and it has to be worth her time, you know? Absolutely. And I think Tamara probably did the same thing too. I think when they, I mean, obviously we know that she's full-time, she's not friend of, so she's definitely getting paid, uh, but I'm sure she probably negotiated something. Well, because you should. I mean, at the end of the day, these women are working as much fun as they're having and everything. It does take work to go on set and to do the things that they're doing and whatnot. So I would hope that these women know how to negotiate well and not do anything for free because unfortunately, when more and more people do things for free, that becomes the staple. And then Mm -hmm. anybody who's really worth something won't get paid it because they'll find somebody else to do it for free. And then as a result, nobody's getting paid what they're worth. So it's a, it's a bad ripple effect, you know? It's a bad ripple effect. Guys, we have over 300 in the room. I am going to show you a photo of Heather Debro and Emily and then a snuffle up, I guess. <laughs> Here they are. Okay, yes. Oh my God, you look like a snuffle up, I guess. So cute. Well, I don't think that's cute because I think it's a Muppet. It's a big, hairy creature. This is... Ready, Ricky? I'm ready. A snuffle up, I guess. Oh. <laughs> oh, Heather. Listen, I love Heather. That's not a compliment. <laughs> that is not a compliment. You couldn't have gave her Big Bird. Like, oh, you couldn't have... I don't think that's... You should say anything. What was she even complimenting her on? I don't even remember. Why would she even compare her to this? Because her hair... It was when they were at the water park... Okay. And her hair was all frizzy and she was in her bathing suit and she said she looked like a snuffleupagus. Okay. Yeah. 
I see both sides here. I mean, honestly, I really see more of Emily's side. Like, I, I don't see the bro side on this one. You don't think? So. Well, the only reason why I can kind of see where Heather's coming from is the fact that she said she played with these as a kid. So if she was super used to like playing with these and seeing these, I don't know. That's what she said. If that's the truth, and then she's seeing Heather or Emily's hair looking kind of crazy, and she's like, "Oh, you look like this." It, she shouldn't have said it. I agree. That's it's not a compliment. It's not the right thing to say. I'm just saying I could kind of see maybe why her mind would go there, but she still shouldn't have said it. It definitely wasn't a compliment. Ricky, I had a neighbor named Bridget in Tennessee. Okay. I'm going to mm. give you a story really quick. And she had a pet possum. And as a baby, what? the pet possum was really cute. Yeah. They rescued this possum. Dude. They, they got it. It shots and it was this little possum. And then it grew up and it's like, <laughs> like Disgusting. very scary. Yes. This pet possum. But what if I said to you, I was like, oh my God, me and Bridget, our little best friend was this pet possum. Ricky, right now you look like a possum. Oh my God, bitch, like, I would slap you. I'd be like, okay, oh, so that's what I'm like. You still know what this bitch looks like. It looks like a snuff, like a snuffleupagus looks like, this looks like a mammoth hooked up with an elephant and then it got its ears chopped off. Yeah. And then somebody gave it some weird eyes. It got a little bit drunk and it, it's missing teeth on the one side of its face and its little tongue is hanging out like those little dogs with the snaggle teeth. Yeah, and then it has a tail, a big furry tail with big legs. Look at those fat little calves. I know. No, no. Not, I don't know what. I don't know where. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where Heather thought that would that would come across well, especially given the fact that she's been doing the housewives game for a while. You know, these women take every little thing that you say and hold it against you. I'm surprised she thought that would land. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I also wanted to ask you, and I agreed with what Emily was saying. Um, you know. After the night, we ended up having like a pajama party, right? Um, by the way, I thought it was great that they added in the Cirque du Soleil. Jason was bouncing in and out and he was on the phone, but I thought it was really cool and he didn't get to see it because he was in Cirque for so long. And I was like, oh, hey, this is fun. And they've done it a couple of times on Housewives and he totally missed it. And I forgot to tell him about that. But they went to the private showing of the Cirque show and then they decided to go back to the house and get into their pajamas and throw a pajama party. These ladies are getting lit Yep. There's a lot of tequila flowing. And this is the part where I really enjoy Vicky, Shannon, and Tamara together. I like the Tres Amigas. Mm-hmm. But then we play Truth or Dare. Mm-hmm. Okay? I don't even need to get to the nipple-licking Taylor. No. I just want to get straight to the Vicky. Vicky, truth. My truth is that you're with a toxic man. That's not your truth, girl. That is not how the game works. It's like when Kathy Hilton played, what was it? Two truths and a lie. And she gave like three lies or three truths. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's not how you play the game. And then she's like, I just think you're with a very toxic man and you need to read the red flags. And this poor girl, Jen Pedranti, who I'm starting to feel really bad for, and she better get another season. Oh, yes. But she's looking at Vicky like, I don't even know you. I don't know anything about you. And then the other girls are like, are you talking about Ryan? And Vicky goes, who's Ryan? Like, So you really don't know what you're talking about. And I like that Jennifer Pedronti has a very level head on her. And she's like, so obviously your friend, Tamara, decided to bring you information so you could plant the seed and drop this and turn it into a moment. You don't know Ryan. So you're going based off of the same person who's been attacking me all season. I can piece two and two together. Two and two equals four. And that's exactly what's going on here. Yes, exactly. Jen clocked that T so well. I mean, honestly, we were all rooting for Vicky up until that point. That was just messy. Like, girl, you're just being messy. Projecting your own relationship problems onto this girl. Sure, I could kind of see where maybe you can see some similarities between the two. But it's not your place to tell her 
you know, that she's dating this bad guy. Plus, at the end of the day, poor Jen, and I don't know how much Vicky knew this, but poor Jen has been receiving it from all sides. Everyone has been questioning her relationship the entire season. Like, I understand that I feel like every housewife pretty much goes through a season where they're attacked or like a lot of people, like, you know, question them on something. The fact that this is Jen's first season, Tamara was the friend that brought her in. Tamara mm-hmm. turns on her. All these girls are asking her questions. Like, she really was thrown into the lion's den, quite frankly, by by joining the show and this being her first season. I thought she has handled it so well, like so flawlessly. I think she's done a great job because she's tried to keep the peace as much as possible. And then, of course, we see at the end, she finally had a moment. But I think it's great that she handled Vicky so well. Like, you don't even know me, girl. Like, what are you? What? Like, she just kind of let it, you know, go past her, which I give her a lot of credit because anyone who projects their insecurities or their past problems onto me, it's like deal with your own stuff and let me deal with mine well also too i think that listen owning that yoga studio has done jennifer Pedronti a lot in this case because she is getting it from all sides and she's very woosah she's like what teresa tried to be when she came back from prison and she's like i am namaste teresa just like when jen came in and she's like i am now zen jen and it's like, no, you you guys are not either one of those things. You guys are now being a character and we're just waiting for you to explode. Yeah. And for Jennifer, she's just like, no, I actually am going to let this roll off my back. And what I don't like about this, because I like Vicky, you know, I got to hang out with Vicky a little bit last year at BravoCon and she's so sweet in person, so nice. I've heard really bad things about some of the housewives and Vicky was one of the ones that I heard has like this big ego, you know, and she doesn't treat people a certain... Did you interview her last year? I did. And she was so freaking cool. I had right. such a good time. And I straight up asked her, I was like, Vicky, where are you? Why aren't you on the camera? And she straight up was like, they're not calling me. I don't know why. And she, you know, then she goes into, you know, I don't know if it's an ageism thing or whatever. And she's like, but I, I, I would love to be called back. It's like we were talking about earlier. She's very mm-hmm. honest about the fact that she like enjoys being on the show. She's like, if they were to call me, I would answer. Um, yeah. She had a really cool interview. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that she was so sweet. She was so cool. You know, and I, I mean, it was just not it's not like I had like big expectations, but the one thing that I don't like is don't let Tamara get in your head and sit here and try to drive forward this story. Because now I agree with Jennifer Pedronti. Like what is your end goal? What is the purpose? You've now said this in every episode that this guy is a dick. He's a player. He's out here. He's a serial cheater. He's a bad guy. You've said it 500 times, but it's my relationship and I will choose to navigate my relationship how I want to navigate it. So what are you really trying to accomplish here? And she's trying to accomplish a reaction. She kind of let us know that when she was like, you don't show any emotion. But for Vicky, Vicky got so upset when everybody would mention Brooks or Steve or anybody else. And she would have these big over-the-top reactions screaming in people's faces. So if you didn't like it, then why are you doing it to her? Exactly. And I would like to think that maybe just the tequila was making her a little bit more loose lips and she just kind of let that slip out. Because it's like you said, especially given the fact that they were playing truth or dare, and she just kind of said it out of nowhere. It's like, Vicky, what are you doing here? Um, so I would like to think that she was just being a little messy and just got a little too caught up in the moment. I've been there. I think a lot of people have been there. Um, and I'm hoping that's all it is because I'm enjoying Vicky in this fun, like, party era you know i kind of like seeing that as opposed to her trying to stir up trouble it's like vicky let's not do that like save that for when you get the full-time orange next season for right now let's enjoy this you know party mode that you're in right now or like the prude vicky that first got with steve and she's like i can't get in the hot tub i can't do this you know and it was like oh god oh, i hated go. that it's like vicky shut up and get in the hot tub <laughs> get in the hot tub anthony trace of Wales are overstepping as usual i love jen so much i hope ryan has changed for jen's sake mm. I don't know about that one. There are some flags. It's the past. 
there are aspects of Ryan that I like focus on the positive in the future. The problem is, is that once I, and I do believe people can change, but I also believe that as we get older, we get really set in our ways with certain things in our lives. Like there's, you know, things that we just kind of, it's who we are. And, and that's kind of unfortunate for this one part. It's a very toxic trait to be who you are. But I wanted to talk to you about Shannon. Now, Shannon has had a couple of moments where they have broken the fourth wall this season on production where she's like, this is my life. <laughs> and she's like freaking out. She's like, don't follow me. Guys, don't show John. If you show John, my relationship is over. And then we're talking about getting in these ugly ass bathing suits that I think are absolutely hilarious. And it just makes me think of Lala Kent when she wore it on the carpet. Mm-hmm. Um, but these ugly bathing suits, all for fun. And she starts having a breakdown saying that she doesn't want to get in the bathing suit. Well, Emily was trying to understand and she was saying, I wish that Shannon would be more comfortable in her skin. And I think that the reason that she's not is that there are things that we have heard about John and potentially body shaming her that she's not sharing with us. But I think that's why she feels the way that she feels. Because if you had a real anchor at home or in your relationship telling you, you know, you look good or you, no matter what, you're always just like, I love you, then you're probably not going to be so down on yourself, you know, like, I feel like for me, I'm I'm like a roller coaster. In the same month, I can gain 15 pounds and lose 25. Like totally. It's I mean, especially like for you, I I, I don't even know how you'd gain weight because you're always traveling. And when I travel, I don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually so funny that we're talking about that because um I definitely have been gaining weight more lately. And I actually been getting some mean comments about it on my TikTok and stuff. Like, and I actually posted about it on my Instagram story a couple of days ago. Like people have been like coming after me for my weight, which I think is like so wild. Like the fact that anybody would do that. And sometimes I kind of blame like not like reality. Well, yeah, like reality TV culture a little bit. Like we see Andy asking these women about their weight all the time. Like it's a very like normal thing, I guess, that we kind of like judge people on and talk about. Uh, but yeah, I even started getting it. And it's just like wild to me. Um, and it's kind of just part of life, especially as you get older and your routine becomes more, you know, state like more stable and you can't really fit in certain things that you want to do. And listen, that metabolism slows down after a certain point, girl. So it's little things that you have to like work on. But I know for me personally, like I'm always kind of in a body positive state of mind. I think it's more important to like love the skin you're in, not really worry about what everybody else has to say. And I'm glad that we're kind of seeing that like as as I feel like these housewives mature and as the shows evolve, like it's more of a normal conversation. Have. Even though, of course, we still are dealing with Ozempic and there's a lot of body issues that are currently going on in the world. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that just by being more transparent and honest about it, less people can feel bad about it. Yeah, no. And I think that sometimes, too, you see. Um... I mean, it's such a hard thing to navigate because you never know who, how anyone's feeling. And then there's such a standard that everybody is held to, especially these women who go on. Like, I see it with, you know, like Erica Jane right now, for example. She's, you know, you look way too skinny. Is it Ozempic? What, what's going on with you? Look at your legs, like the way that you perform and blah, blah, blah. And then I see where people were talking about Drew Sedora on the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. And they're saying, like, you look like you get, and it's like, can you just watch them as who they are on the show? Who gives a shit? Is that your, it's, are you the one who's standing on the scale? Like it has nothing to do with you. Who cares? Also, not every housewife out there, believe it or not, is 110 pounds. Like that's not how it works. Like there are so many different people are tall. They're small. They're big. They're, they're skinny. Like it's like, I, I mean, I get that too. Not a victim of it or anything, but 
I do the same thing. Like when I'm getting ready to go out to LA or if I know that I always have my mom, I'll talk to her and I'll say it's the two weeks. And she's like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, what? And she's like, you're a nightmare the two weeks before you go somewhere. And I'm like, why? She's like, because you're super low cal. You're trying to get all the cardio in. You're like, you're like a racehorse with like things on because I'm just like, stay away from me, stay out of my way. And I'm just work, work, work. And I do become bitchy because I'm like, it's a calorie deficit and I'm just wanting my calories. You know, I want chicken cordon bleu and popcorn chicken and pizza and I'm not giving myself that. So it's like, but honestly, I should. And I should show up and I should have a crop top and have a little belly hanging out and be like, this is who she is. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, girl, I do it all the time. And I just, <laughs> it, I mean, honestly, I'm literally always on a crop top with a little belly on. I freaking love it. Like, it's so much fun. Um, and I just think life is too short to let other people's opinions get in the way of your happiness. That's really what it comes down to. And honestly, anybody who's going to get online, especially behind their keyboards and their anonymous profiles and comment on anything, it doesn't even have to be about weight, just any you know, looks, personality, like whatever. It says so much more about them. Like, girl, go fix yourself. Go clean up your anonymous profile. How about go get a job? Um, and then okay, maybe okay. we can have a conversation. But even then, like, girl, go go get a life. You know what I mean? It's not worth, you know, sacrificing your own happiness to please these trolls, essentially. Are you saying get a J-O-B, an M-A-N, an O-U-T of my social media? I know that's right. Exactly. Or how about just go get a hobby, girl? Go do something. Get, like, touch some grass. Get out of the house. Go do something. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So as we, as we move on, we have Gina who's starting to feel very concerned as to why um, Jennifer Bedranti is not sticking up for herself. She's like, at this point, how many times can this woman be bulldozed over? And... I don't think that this was a little messy. I saw where some fans were saying, oh, um, she was trying to get Jen activated. Sure, a little bit. But I agreed with Gina in the sense that you should stick up for yourself. You've had a napkin thrown in your face. You've had your relationship completely ripped apart. It's not stopping. You've answered everything. You've forgiven. You've moved on. It happens again. But except this time, they're planting a seed through a third party who just got here to whoop it up. And now you have to deal with it again. So you're always the constant target because of this guy that you love who doesn't fit in well to what the rest of the girls think that the kind of person you should be with when really none of the girls really know you to begin with. So in this instance, I agree with Gina. Stick up for yourself. Stick up for your relationship. If this is something that you truly believe in and you're willing to have this man meet your mom who has been having a really difficult time with your split and really loves your ex-husband and you're willing to just even put that in front of your mom knowing that the stakes are high then stand up for yourself Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what she does it reminds me of Dorit, you know, when Denise was having that breakdown and saying, bravo, bravo, bravo. And Dorit was like, have a moment and say something. It's very much giving that. Like, Gina's like, Jen, have a moment and say something. That's the vibe I was getting. <laughs> Do you remember when she's like, honey, you got to stop doing that. <laughs> That's the best. Honey, you have to stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Honey, you have to stop saying that. And yeah. She's like, Bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Uh, see, those are the situations I want more off camera. I know Denise was ranting even more and more and more from what they showed. Like, that's the stuff I want to see more of. You know what I mean? Because that's interesting. That's not even so much producers meddling in the situation. That's the housewives talking how to make a show work. So, like, show that. Because that's, I think, very interesting. Do you remember, too, not to get off guard, guys, or off topic. Um, do you remember when the producers, like, who are you? But they did. And they told Denise, like, if you walk off, we're done with you. Well, are you referring to um, that dinner they had after Lisa Rinna's daughter's event and 
And the producer yeah. came in and said, we get it. You were at work and back to reality. And she's calling out extras in the background saying, you guys are part of this production. Like, I'm not doing this. I love that. I love that because that's reality. That's Denise having a legit breakdown while they're filming this show. That is reality. Like, that's what <laughs> I want to see. Um, More of that, please, Evolution Media. <laughs> there is another legit breakdown. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you better believe we're going to talk about it. So oh, yeah. getting into this moment, well, do you blame John Jansen for the way that um, Shannon feels real quick? Or do you think that that's something that is just, you know, like there's... First of all, by the way, I just want to give it to this woman. She went from being a very kept woman in the sense that she had a husband who was providing and doing all of the things. And she got very used to a lifestyle to now starting her own businesses, being very successful at it you know, figuring out how to navigate life moving forward, which is no easy feat for anybody, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, I would imagine it's, you're starting from the ground up, you got to figure it out. And then on top of that, all of her kids are leaving the nest. And then she just admitted that she has abandonment issues with her boyfriend, who every time they get into an argument, he exits the room and his kids hate her. There's a lot going on here emotionally. Yes. And I think Shannon said it perfectly. She's like, when I'm going through something, my Excuse me. She said, um, when I'm going through something, my body reflects it. Period. I mean, I think that says a lot. I mean, Shannon's honestly not the type who masks things well. When she's going through something, we can tell she's going through something. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I think that's actually, I think I really admire that. Like somebody who can be very forthcoming about the things that they're going through. The only thing that's tricky about Shannon is it's very obvious when she's going through something, but at the same time, she tries to hide it from the show. And it's like, no girl, like, First off, you're talking about it off camera and we can tell, like we can tell that something's off with you. So if you're going to be, if we're going to be filming a reality show, come real, like just be real. And I think she handled it at that Mexico at the first dinner. So beautifully just saying we're going through typical relationship problems. Like he doesn't want to talk about things. I do like blah, blah, blah. That's all you have to say. Like, just give us a little clarity. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely would say I would probably blame the relationship as a whole as to why Shannon is off because I really don't know what else would be making. I mean, like you said, there are other things going on in her personal life, but Shannon is definitely somebody who wants to fall in love. She wants a man. She wants all these things. And I think she knew at this time that the relationship wasn't going to work. So as a result, she starts acting out and um, is just, you know, making it known that it's obvious the relationship isn't working. No, that's definitely what she's doing. She's making it known. But, you know... That's also sometimes that could be a cry for help and just being like, hey, ladies, like I need you right now. So let's do this. Um, Jennifer Burrell, thank you so much. Ryan needs to find a new gym. Well, that gym is no longer open. So exactly. Um, moving on. Now, yeah. <laughs> first of all, by the way, I love the water aerobics guy. He was into it. He was so cute. He was just me? like, where's the bar? Over here. <laughs> where's the bar? Over here. Just had them like working. I was all about it. Oh, I was sad the workout ended. I was like, what else should I do, sir? It's <laughs> like, I was very entertained. Plus, I think he might have been a little fruity. I don't know. Maybe not. I could have, I could be jumping the gun here, but I was like, at first I was like, is that a sister teaching these women how to do aerobics in Mexico? Like I was living, but I don't know. I might've been jumping the gun a little bit there. I just thought he was super cute. <laughs> Can you, were you, I could just picture you like, I could, you know, like those, you know, those kids, like those little baby bats that they blow up. Mm-hmm. I can picture you like going back with the scene, filling it up and like, where's the bar over here? <laughs> like watching it and just doing it with them and just like synchronize. Like, okay, we're here for it. We got it. Listen, if he was offering a class in Vegas, I would take it. <laughs> okay. All right. There we go. So wherever you are, sir. Yes. Thank you for know. your service. <laughs> um, okay. And I love that Emily was able to make her point and Heather was very 
Uh, she received yeah. the point. So I thought that was great too. Now, yes. moving on, we get the awkward awkwardness, which I thought too, when Vicky was like, finally, somebody's serving me. I'm like, Vicky, don't be an asshole. I know she can be. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, don't do that. Just say like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, finally, somebody is here. Like, this is great. Like, it's not, finally, somebody's serving me. Like, what, what are we doing? No Just one likes be nice. That. No one likes that. So Gina says to... Jennifer Pedranti, she says, listen, why do you let, like, I just, I gotta ask you, why do you let these girls, like, when they meddle into your relationship, like, why do you let them do that to you? And she's like, I don't know. And Tamara's like, oh, I heard an F-bomb. I heard an Mm F-bomb. And then, boom, here we go. Mm -hmm. Very much giving. Have a moment and say something. Well, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) What were your thoughts of this? By the oh, way, why did they give Gina the ugliest one? The ugliest bathing suit. That's so fucked <laughs> up. Poor Gina. I gotta say, you know what? Honestly, I think Gina looks so good this season. I know she we does. Were, she looks great. I know we were just talking about how we really shouldn't be talking about, like, you know, like, or, well, here's the thing. We're not judging her for her looks. We're complimenting her looks. It's very different. Yeah. Um, I think she looks freaking incredible. Uh, but this scene, um, I think it was just perfectly executed housewives. Gina dropped the bomb. Jen picked up with it. And Tamara, you know, was there to keep it going. I think it was like really beautifully done. Um, and it was very drama filled and exciting. And, you know, I think it went a little too far with some of the things that Tamara was saying, but that's housewives for you. It wouldn't be a real argument without a real, you know, personal jab. <laughs> um, so overall, I thought the scene was very entertaining. You know what I, what I didn't like in this scene though, it was when she, when she's asking Tamara, like, what do you have? Drop it. No, I'm not going to drop it. Well, then stop talking about it. Yeah. Like, I hate. Oh, my gosh. There is nothing more. I don't know how, like, what kind of person you are when it comes to an argument. If I have an argument, I need you. Like, we have to settle it now. Yes. I'm a communicator. I want to talk about it. Like, don't get catty with me. Don't no. get, like, nasty and be like, hmm. Like, don't do that. What is the problem? Let's get to the root of the problem. Can we solve the problem? If we can't solve the problem, then we just agree that we don't mesh well in each other's lives and you move on and you kind of just go your own separate way. But you can't sit there and be like, oh, well, I know things about you. Well, what are they? Oh, no, I don't want to do that. But you're doing that with the entire rest of the cast. So why? Like, what, do you do for, what is the end goal? Right. It's so messed up. I completely agree with you. Whenever I have an argument, my whole point is to get to a resolution. And if that means apologizing, if that means I, I'm just a resolution-based person, I don't like there being an awkwardness. But yes, they have to meet me halfway, though. Like, if this other person is going to be, like, catty or not try and, like, you know, get to a resolution, they just want to fight to fight, then then I just shut down at that point. Then I'm like, okay, you clearly don't want to get to a resolution with me, so then I'm not going to waste my time with you. Like, if you're going to have that kind of energy, enjoy that, because that's toxic and it's not good for you. But if that's the kind of energy you want to with i can't change that i know for me i tried making my peace and if i tried making the peace but you don't want to you know meet me halfway then there's nothing else i can do and especially in this situation it reminds me you know like when you were in middle school or high school like some kid would come up to you and be like so and so is talking about you and said something crazy and you're like what did they say they're like i'm not saying it's like i hate that it's like well why are you doing that to me like ew you're gross and toxic like stop and i feel like that's exactly what tamra's doing saying like i know more and jen's like well what and she's like i'm not saying and it's like well girl like 
that's so messed up. And especially because you're supposed to be friends at the end of the day. Like, no, if any friend treated me like that, they would not be my friend no more. You know, what's so funny is my pops who this isn't like a sad story, but my pops passed away in June and he was so funny because I only had like three years with him and he was, he loved to get under my skin and he would walk in the room and he'd be like, so I just talked to your mom on the phone. And when I was visiting him at my aunt and uncle's house and I'd be like, yeah, what did she say? And he's like, I just, I don't know what you did to piss her off, but yeah. anyways, I'm going to go to my room and watch housewives. Yeah. And I'm like, what kind of shit is that? What did she say? And he's like, she's not happy with you, but that's all I'm going to say. So um, I'm going to grab one of these chocolate chip cookies and have a great night. I'll see you later. And I'm like, what kind, like, mess. what just a shady mess, but he loved it. And then I would do, like, I learned to play his game and I would walk in and I would do the same thing to him. I remember I was, I, <laughs> another time, but we, I, it was just like, it's like, this is for that. It was like fun. It's like shits and giggles, right? You just like, kind oh, of like, okay, we're, who cares? But in real life, I'm like, I get for Jennifer Pedranti, I think had this have been a normal friendship in a normal situation where you don't have production, you don't have a contract, you don't have a job, yes, then you would walk away from that friendship. 100%. But in this moment, you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. So, And I got to say, I think Jen handled herself so well. We've kind of like been, I guess, waiting for this moment to see Jen really finally like pop off at Tamara. And I think she did a great job. That one line she said of, you know, if you need to use me to make yourself more relevant, then go right ahead. She kind of ended her there, honestly, because she's not. I was waiting for Tamara to be like, "You're, I'm the one who's making you relevant." But well, she that's... did kind of say that, didn't she? She was like, "Well, you're not talking," so like, kind of something like that. Like, like you I got a lobotomy. I think Tamara kind of handed it back to her a little bit, but I don't know. I think Jennifer kind of clocked that to you kind of well, basically saying like, "You're using me as your storyline girl, and it's not cute." You know, and I really love Emily this season. But I have to, Emily, because I know Shane watches. I got to give you some critiques, okay? Um, when she started laughing about Perry, her mother-in-law, knowing who Ryan was, yeah. and she's like, I'm like, this woman is like breaking down and Tamara just said you ruined your family and the woman's like having a complete meltdown and you're laughing about that part of this. This is like not the time, right? Wow. And then like some of the other moments where it's like, you know, with the caviar and like the fruit roll up cucumber. And like, there are some moments where it's like, you can't get so mad at Heather Dubrow and other people when you are also being equally as shady and they are giving it back to you. You don't get to, you can't be the villain and the victim. You got to pick a side here. You either own up to being the villain or own up to being the victim. Like, it's, yes. which one are you? No, exactly. Or her trying to say, Heather said Shannon was talking crap. Then fast forward. I don't know if it was Shannon. I thought it was, it's like, like, I like Emily too. I think she's great. I think she's a great housewife, but I hate to say it. I think she's kind of fumbled the bag on numerous occasions this season. Like, I think she's, she likes to stir the pot, but when you have someone like Tamara who does it so well, it kind of shows that someone like Emily doesn't know how to do it as well as Tamara does. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if the Mexico trip, the Mexico trip was obviously after BravoCon, but I'm wondering at what point did they take a break during filming for them to go to BravoCon? Obviously, it was only three days, right? It wasn't that big of a deal, right. but. I think it was right before the trip because I remember interviewing Emily and Gina and I was saying like, how's the season going? Blah, blah, blah. blah. And they were like, you know, oh, we still have, we're going to Mexico right after this. We still have more to film. So it was like, I think right before the Mexico trip is when they. Hmm. I like the good inside tea. Hey, thanks, Ricky. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, Ricky, with that, obviously we have a lot more to come when it comes to our Real Housewives of Orange County. But in the meantime, if they don't know, I'm about to bring you up. Will you let them know? 
Absolutely. You can call him. Uh, you can follow me on all social medias at Ricky Cornish. I mainly use Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you guys are looking for more Housewives-based content, I usually post that on my Twitter um, or X, whatever we're calling it now. Um, I usually post my clips with Housewives on there so you can go and check it out. Um, but yeah, feel free to keep up with me. I'm always running around doing something, you know, trying to cover all aspects of entertainment for the websites I work for. So yeah, it's a good time. And then yeah, you can go on my link tree and see a bunch of my interviews in there as well. I think the most recent Housewife interview I did was with Meredith um, on Salt Lake City. So. Oh, I love Meredith. Oh yeah, we love her. She's fun. Um, so yeah, if you click like celeb interviews, I think she should be in there. So yeah, always having some fun. What can I say? What's so funny about Meredith is in the upcoming um, seven or not seven minutes, but the teaser clip for next um, <laughs> next episode, you see Angie K and she's like, you rate your life. And I'm like, girl, that's kind of implying that she's broke. And right now at this point, she spent two and a half months in Europe. She <laughs> spent like two months down in Miami she is now traveling again. She goes to New York City for Fashion Week. She goes wherever she wants. She's in Los Angeles. She's in New York. She's in Park City. She's in Milan. If she rents her life, I want to rent mine too. Oh my God, 100%. Well, and also just this teaser at the end of the last episode of Salt Lake City. You can you leave. Me, you want me to go there with her husband? You want me to go there with the nastiness and the rumors? <laughs> Tell her to fuck off. <laughs> Hysterical. I can't wait to see what that's about. <laughs> God. All right, guys. Well, thank you to everybody for joining us. We have a lot more um, coming up today. So whether you guys see it on Up and Adam Channel 1 or 2, 2, we are posting all of the extra coverage. So make sure you guys join us. Don't forget to hit the like button, get subscribed, hit notifications for future reference. And we will be back tomorrow for Hot Messy Topics. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.